Episode 3. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted, where we talk about comics, TV, and more. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. So then I said, hey, you Rennie, get out of my face. That's what I said. Was he carrying a loot? Uh, he was carrying a loot. He had on that velvet, you know, some type of velvet shirt that was like V. He kind of looked like a Robin Hood type. Did he have guy. like like uh, those boots that laced up all the way to his knees? Yes. You saw him? Yeah, I saw oh. him. Hey, everyone. This is Frank. And Brad. And uh, welcome to A Half Hour Wasted. We also have Flash with us. Flash a special in-studio guest. Yeah. Say hi, Flash. He's just, he's laying down. He's just sitting there. Flash is your dog, but you call him, his name, real name's Flashlight. Yeah, so uh, legally, paperwork and stuff, he's Flashlight. You actually but, have legal papers for him? Yeah, well, you know, the, um, uh, you know, his rabies shots and stuff like oh, okay. that. Okay, the vet? The vet. Vet knows him as Flashlight? Yes. He's a real pistol, isn't he? Yes, he is. Look at him go. He is laying down there smelling his paw. There you go. Well, uh, Brad and I just came back from a con this morning. Yeah, we did. Uh, where did we go? We went to the... We went to the... Uh, well, it was the Fan Day convention, special Fan Day convention uh, put on by the Dallas Comic Con. It was a free admission convention, smaller than the normal Dallas Comic Con. Uh, it was the Dallas Comic Con's... Uh, promoters way of thanking the fans for supporting the con for for as many years as he's been doing it so he put on a free show for the fans yeah and it was um it was a lot of fun it was what it was a lot of fun i thought it was boring really well it was just a little uh it was they didn't bring out their a material let's put it that way no the b list was there yeah but i mean there there were some celebrities we got to see ernie hudson i got the um uh the ghostbuster the um i got to shake his hand someone asks you if you're a god you say yes (laughs) and we also saw a couple of uh jedis we saw a couple of jedi it was uh uh the blue twilight girl ayla secura her name is amy allen yeah very uh very She's okay. <laughs> she's real nice. I met her a year ago and had yeah. my picture taken with her. Yeah, she. And then there was another Jedi there. I think it, the character's name was Stace Ali or Stas Ali. Or yeah, they had the, that one had the horns that came down. No, nah, it wasn't the horns. It, nope. She had like the droopy. Oh, that's right, the droopy ears. There you go, the droopy beagle. She had ears like flashlight. Oh, uh, Chewbacca was there. Chewbacca, Chewbacca's always there. He actually lives yeah, in this area. He does. So, yeah. Do you know what town he lives in? Uh, Allen, I think. Allen, oh, Texas. Yeah? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a sip of my tea. And uh, is that really tea, or is it something else? No, it's Quick Trip tea. They have some of the best tea. Yeah, they do. Oh, Brad, we need to. We need to one day talk about uh, the little game we have, where when you combine iced tea and lemonade, that's called a. It's called an Arnold Palmer. But if you 
Now that's half lemonade, half iced tea. But yeah. if you do variations on that, like a quarter lemonade, quarter Depending iced tea, on, it, you can call it different names. Yeah, you know. like uh, like I'll pretend that I've that I've got some lemonade in here, and and Frank says, uh, Brad, what are you drinking? Oh, I'm drinking a uh, a Heather Locklear. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's good. Well, I'm drinking um, an Ernie Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just how can we, you know, what kind of a, a names we can come up with. And we've gone like 30 minutes. We've gone a whole lunch hour doing that. We wasted that. a half hour doing that before. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to Wrong the con. Um, um, probably the biggest highlight was the actress who played um, the prostitute on Serenity. Uh, yeah. Oh, Anara. Yeah. My goodness, she is just striking she's, in person. She is. She's very beautiful. Right, and there was a huge line just to see her. Morena. Isn't her first name Morena? Yes. We should have pre-proed and, yeah. and, and figured out what her name was. Actually, we just kind of, uh, we just pretty much walked in from the con. We I went to go get my dog. We still have that fresh con smell on <laughs> us. Um, and let's see. But, you know, one of the, at least this was a big find for me. Brad is actually familiar with this guy. Uh, I got a picture from an artist named, well, his website is Cal Salaton? Slayton. Sla- Cal Slayton. C-A-L-S-L-A-T-O-N. And S-L-A-Y-T-O-N. Oh, thank you. Cal Slayton. Cal Slayton. C-A-L-S-L-A-Y-T-O-N.com. And his work is very reminiscent of like Bruce Tim or the animated... Um, uh, Hellboy series, mm-hmm. and I just I love his stuff. I saw it and I was like, "Wow, this I saw is him amazing." Uh, a year ago, back in February of '06, at another Dallas Comic Con, and I got he drew a he drew me a, a sketch in my book. It was a, a Hellboy, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. kind of looked like an animated Hellboy. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it just I'm very just wow. I think that he does stuff for Viper Comics that's based out of Dallas. He's done uh Dead at Seventeen. Oh that's right, yeah. Uh Hero Camp. Uh Shades uh, of Blue, right? Shades of Blue, yes. Which you said you were gonna lend me. I uh, have that. I bought it from him but I never read it. Uh but it, 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 what just his the lines on his characters, the way he draws, is just so neat and clean and straight. And uh, I encourage you to visit his site and just, you, you know, tell us what you think. Drop us an email and just, you know, um, give us your opinion. I just I, I just love the way he draws his, his women, mostly. We'll tell you what, Brad, vamp for a minute and I'll go to the, uh, to the cons website here. Well, as always, at cons, <clears throat> one of the best things you find are... Either 50% off graphic novel uh, boxes or uh, 50 cent boxes. And uh, this one had very few uh, 50% off trade boxes. Yeah, that very was few. that that was kind of a, dis, uh, a disappointment. It, uh, they did have plenty of like 50 cent boxes and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, plenty. I picked up a handful of 50 cent books. Let me go through them. I found <clears throat> Dazzler number one. How can you not pick up? Dazzler number one for fifty dollars, and I agree with that sentiment. Hey, it's John Romita Jr. that drew that. That's mm. pretty awesome. I'm gonna have to look at this a little more carefully. And, that's cool. And I'm wondering if this came before or after um, the Phoenix, because remember that's where she was introduced. She was introduced in um, in that whole Phoenix storyline. Oh well, this obviously came after that. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I got Marvel's issue number three, the one where Gwen Stacy dies. Um, Alex Ross, Kurt Busiek. Um, 
I'm sorry, it's book four. It's the last issue out of the four. And uh, 50 cents, you can't pass that up. And I don't, I have any of the originals. Then I got some Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man issues, some old ones, number 70, 94, 95, 96. And I found, I hit gold here, I found the Mark Wade scripted uh, Flash Year One, Born to Run issues. I got all singles. I have the trade, but it's neat to have those singles. And then uh, I... I found uh, two issues of Spider-Man Blue by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. I've Which never, have you? Have you? You've never read that? I've never read it. No, I'm. I don't like uh, Tim Sale's art. I'll just be honest. I'm, really? I don't like it. It doesn't do a thing for me. Um, I don't want to say it's sloppy, but it's just it. It takes me out of the story. You know what? Uh, uh, just b- before you continue with that, I, I want to comment on his on his artwork. His artwork reminds me of. Like looking at an album that was uh, illustrated in the in the sixties or seventies, it just has those yeah, that kind that's... of kind of uh, I don't know if you want to call it jazzy lines or what, but um, maybe he, that's why I'm not partial to it. Yeah, his Gwen Stacy's beautiful though. I found uh, the first and second issues of the four issue limited series Cloak and Dagger. I found those single for fifty. 50 cents each. Brad, it, uh, what is on the back of uh, the other one? The other Cloak, Cloak and Dagger one? It's a, uh, oh my gosh, it's an ad <laughs> from 1983. It's for a, uh, it's for the Mattel Electronics. No, it's made by Mattel, but it's for your Intellivision, your Atari 2600, your Apple II, or your IBM personal computer. It's the, basically the Atari... Uh, 2600 game of Burger Time. Burger Time. Where you had to, like, build a hamburger? Yes. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, Then I found another booth that had boxes of collected sets of comics, like four-issue miniseries. And, Brad, thank you for turning that turning me on to that, because I've actually found some stuff there, too. And there's actually... There was 12-issue series, but... They were selling them for two bucks a piece. And it's funny, I, I found those two issues of Cloak and Dagger, and then uh, I found the whole set, one through four. So now I have two issues of number one oh, and number two. Well, so there you go. You're going to eBay it. I guess. Oh, and I got a uh, the uh, Aquaman Time and Tide, uh, written by Peter David, um, came out back in 93. And I think uh, you know. There's another podcast out there that's devoted to DC called Raging Bullets, yeah. and I believe that they did a review on that, and they spoke really highly of it. I've um, read it before; it's yeah. very good. I just didn't own it, and I figured for two bucks, four comics. Yeah. I also got a Green Arrow miniseries, uh, and I've seen this before. Uh, Dick Giordano drew it, at least the covers. I haven't cracked it open to look yet, but um, it looks like something I've seen when I was a kid. It's a four issue mini. Oh, that looks cool. And then West Coast Avengers, four-issue limited series, the one with Hawkeye in the front, mm-hmm. and uh, all these various... Uh, is that ROM? I think that's ROM. I think that's ROM. Wow. Anyway, it, and I've never read that, so I just thought that was fun. Okay. And then a bunch of other stuff. Let's see. In my pile, uh, I actually got a DVD of the fan films Batman Dead End and the making of Batman dead end and of grayson and uh the making of grayson it was 10 bucks um batman dead end is the one where he fights the editor uh 
aliens and predators, right? Right. It's kind of funny because it looks it's, like it's going to be it's a, it's beautifully it's shot. Sweet. But then there's a, it's kind of like a left turn when you watch it for the first time and you see, uh, oh, Predator. Oh, Aliens. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a really cool DVD. Jealous. Uh, <laughs> and then there's Grayson, which is, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. I'm sure you can seek it out. Find it on fan film sites online. But it's uh, it's like an older uh, Robin who... It's um, like Dick Grayson as he's grown up. And yes. And, and I think you assume in the storyline that Batman has been killed and there's a plethora of DC superheroes in here, and it's all just a preview for a movie that was never made. My dad always said not to use words you can't spell. Oh. Uh, can you spell plethora? No. Oh, well, there's a lot of words. If I did that, I, I could not talk because I'm a, such a poor speller. Stupid. Oh, huh? stupid. S-T-O-O-P-I-D. There you go. Um, but anyway, this is really, we should watch this after we finish yeah. recording here. Then I got a whole bunch of series of who's who. And I told Brad as we were walking out, you know what? I'm kind of dumb for buying all these who's who's. I mean, granted they were all 50 cents, but I just got the DC encyclopedia, that big, um, that huge with, by Scott Beatty and, and other people. And it's, it's essentially all of this stuff. But so anyway, I got who's who, idiot. Uh, <laughs> C the C's, the A's. Uh, G through H, um, A through B, P through R, Goofball. <laughs> M through M, or all the M's, I guess I should say, uh, all the G's, all the F's, all the D's. Oh, did I get two A's? I got two A's. I think I got two A's. Stupid. Oh, I'm so stupid. This no, is the worst whatever. con ever. No. Um... And let's see, what else did I get, Brad? I also got, now Brad turned me on to that guy who is selling all these runs for, or these, uh... The sets. The sets for two bucks. So I got Superman Doomsday, the uh, Hunter Prey, or, yeah, I think it's Hunter Prey. Yeah, it's the one where you get to learn uh, Doomsday's origin. It was never really, read, It's very cool, I loved it. Never read that. I also got Mark Wade's uh, The Brave and the Bold, one of six. I almost picked that up, I should have. Mm. I, I've been wanting to pick up the trade, so I thought, well, That's cool. you know, I mean, here it is. Too. It's essentially the trade, too. I'll steal it from you later. And then I also got Legends, and I believe that this is, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I think this is the predecessor to Zero Hour, and this is where. I don't know. Do you Hawk, have to ask? Hawk and, or Hawk of Hawk and Dove becomes evil. It was supposed to be Captain Adam or something like that. Um, I'll but, have to ask Peter. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, Legends. And then I got a Secret Origins Blue Beetle. Oh, that's cool. I didn't yeah, see just because it, it gives you the history on both Blue Beetles and stuff. And Blue Beetle, you know, he's kind of like, I don't know. Dead. Like dead. Dead. And, a, you know, a Batman wannabe kind of. And and just kind of interesting. But anyway, that was it, that was a lot of fun. I mean, it, it wasn't the greatest con I've ever been to, but I did have a good time. Boring. Mm. I was disappointed, but, you know, it was neat to... Uh, how long let's see when did we leave literally we were well we had probably about 2 30 2 30 so i was only there for three and a half hours and i decided i'd had enough fun uh i was there for about two and a half hours and i figured yeah. i had enough fun oh what about the gi joe room the gi joe room <laughs> was cool they had while they had the fan day convention going on at the convention center in another smaller room on the other side of the convention center they had a gi joe show 
G.I. Joe. For those G.I. Joe fans, and there was all kinds of stuff. I was actually impressed with all that. I never was a G.I. Joe fan growing up, but uh, they had any G.I. Joe you can think of. They had naked G.I. Joes. They had, like, buckets of naked G.I. Joes, I guess, for people who, who like to put them together or make costumes for them. Yeah, or... they, they had, like, costumes and hats, accessories, shirts, pants, backpacks in fact you, you became very um drawn to the clothing because you would yeah they had these little shirts all in these nice little baggies and you go look yeah i just thought it was really cool <laughs> it was neat seeing yeah. a little uh, tailored shirt to go on my naked gi joe they also had um something called i guess he's a variation of gi joe called action man I, I kind of got the sense that he was kind of a poor man's action, uh, a poor man's GI Joe. Hack, hack. Yeah, you think? A little bit. Hack. But um. anyway, you know what, uh, Brad? I probably would have been more disappointed had we had to pay to go into the thing. Oh yeah, I would have asked for my money back. Actually, yeah. I suppose I should be. All right, I'm going to make a retraction. Okay. I wasn't. It wasn't boring. It. Um glad that i didn't have to pay to get in and i i appreciate this man's effort to give back to the fans who have been paying to get into his shows i do appreciate that and no it wasn't the biggest of shows but for free for a free show it was it was nice yeah for a free show it was nice and i'm sorry that i said what i said i take it all back well um i'm sure he appreciates that but yeah i i you know what? It, it it was kind of B list all all the way around, but you know it, it's for the fans. You know, it's a is a great way to kill an afternoon. Um, you know, as we're recording this, this is actually St. Patrick's Day, and I was supposed to go to the St. Patrick's Day parade with some friends, but um, I just couldn't do it. It was, I don't know, I just didn't feel like doing it. Well, we did karaoke last night, which you did still, which, uh, no, wait, what'd you I say? did Easy by the Commodores. Easy by the Commodores. That went over really well. Brought the house down. Brought the house down. And the, Well, I think they're getting tired of hearing that song at that place, because that's pretty much all I sing every time I go there. And how then what, I, I how, did, um, I did, what's the other one, the Green Day song, Longview. That was a new one. I hadn't tried that before. It was kind of fun. How late did you stay? Because I left at 11. Did you uh, stay till closing? They close at midnight. Yeah, we left at 12. Okay. Right up, straight up 12. Okay. But they were still going strong with the with the drinkers, so. Yeah. I um I was just tired. I just had a rough week. I just couldn't. Why are we talking about this? Sorry, know. we got, got hey. off the, or at least I got us off the con talk. I got something interesting in the mail for, now for something completely different. It's addressed to me. It's from Scholastic. It, um, they're like a book, like school book. Yeah, so, um, I can re- I can remember as a kid, uh, a big deal like, was we used to get these little paper catalogs from yeah, Scholastic and, order, and check, but yeah, right. order books and stuff. Well, apparently, I've been given an award, and I have been recognized as a great mom. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, it says, let it be known from this date on, Brad Milo is duly recognized as the great mom that she has been to her child. Oh. Furthermore, let it be known that this award has been bestowed in appreciation of her daily hugs and kisses for her patience when healing bee stings and scraped knees. 
for her outstanding ability to maintain a sense of humor and the courage she has displayed when presented with frogs, spiders, and other formidable creatures. And generally, no, that's the and especially for the unsurpassed hours of love, laughter, and learning she has so generously shared reading books with her child. About the only thing that applies to this is that I've read books with my child. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just thought that was funny that they gave me a, the Great Mom Award. How funny is that? It's signed and dated. It's official. I mean, what is it about that first name that would they think that you are a woman? I don't know. It's maybe because I have a subscription to Glamour. Oh yeah, Got my name from that. I be, you know, I've been noticing you've been wearing a lot of glitter lately. Is that was that a tip you picked up out of Glamour? Yeah, it brings out the color of my eyes. Yeah. All right. Well, so, okay. Well, we got ten minutes left. Uh, oh, right when you said that, we hit we hit ten minutes. What are we going to talk about for ten minutes? Well, I can tell you a funny story. So we anyway. actually work in what's essentially a TV studio here. We've it's got a big studios facility. here, production facility. We have what's Pimp it? What's the name of it? Uh, it's TWL Productions. That's the name of of our little group. Yes, and the name of the building. The our parent company is. Uh, TWL Knowledge Group. They're in inside the building. There are like sub groups. Mine is TWL Productions, and Frank's. What is yours called? Uh, health. T- uh, the Health Force Group. TWL Health Force. Yes. So yeah, we have lots of studios and control rooms and anything you could ever need to make a TV program. I'm a video editor. I edit on the Avid uh, software. And I am actually a producer, and, and I produce uh, healthcare programs. So um, that being said, I got voluntold. Um, voluntold? Well, uh, such as a volunteer, but it, 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 they ask you to volunteer, but you pretty much know you're going to have to do it. But I got voluntold to uh, help some kids who are on a day camp come over and, and tour the facility and there were about 70 of them coming in so that we were going to break them up into groups and I was going to be one of the tour guys and we have a very impressive building it's a beautiful building uh, when you first come in everyone's always impressed by the by the way it's laid out and stuff and so anyway so I get my group of kids and they're from the YWCA there's about 10 or 12 of them between the ages of I don't know 6 and 8 I'd say, and the counselors are with us, and and so I start showing them the building, and I show them where the satellite uplink takes place, and I'm pointing it out to them, show them all the cool windows and stuff like that, and then I go ahead and I explain, and I ask them, so, do you guys have any questions? And, you know, I'm keeping it very simple because they're kids, and one of the kids raises up her hand, and she's very excited, and I go, yes, you, yes, what's your question? And she tells me, my mom, she has a dog, and one of the dog's eyes is blue, and the other one is green. That doesn't make sense. And I look at her, and I go, well, well, that's more of a statement, isn't it? <laughs> and I go, but that's that's okay. Right, are there any other questions about this, about what I just told you? And another hand goes up, another little kid. And, and you know, I go, yes, you. And, and the little, I think it was a boy this time, he goes, my dad, he wants to cut his arm with a razor blade and and." Kids aren't supposed to touch razor blades. Silly. And I go, that is another statement. (laughs) 
But okay, so we're going to move on. So uh, the rest of the tour was pretty non-eventful, but we end up in one of our studios here that's uh, set up to look like a living room. It has a couch and book bookcases and, you know, vases and stuff on some of the things. So, And I start to show the kids, this is a camera and this is where the person sits to talk and stuff. And then uh, one of the kids had a legitimate question about the lighting, which, you know, that's on this grid up there. So, uh, you know, I answer her question. And not 10 seconds it took me to answer this question. And, of course, the counselors are interested in what I'm saying, too. So they're listening to me. And I turn around, and there were two kids jumping on the couch. And <laughs> one of the kids is has picked up one of the vases oh, no. and is holding it and just kind of running around in a circle. <laughs> and... At that point, I kind of just, hey, 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 whoa, whoa. And um, yeah, then, then the counselors, one of them jumped up and said, YW, YW, YW. And then all the kids go, CA, CA, CA. And then they all line up perfectly. So I guess it's some type of chant. The YWCA? Yeah. And I guess when those kids hear that, they know they're just supposed to line up. Like, I guess they're in trouble or something. But, you know, I've been around kids before, but I've never been around that big of a group at any one time. And it, it, it was fun. Did it scare you? Uh, it, it, it scared me at how quickly things can get out of out control. Of Especially the jumping on the couch and the running around with the vase, which was just very random and 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 just, wow. You know, one kid's a handful, but but, you know, anyway. Those kids, those crazy kids, crazy. So anyway, that was the big adventure at work last week. Flash hasn't whined. No, look, he's kind of relaxing. He's chilling out there. And you know, before before we started doing this, we were going to talk about the. uh, In fact, our first episode, remember, Brad? We were going to talk about Lost, but then we started talking about Captain America, and then I think. Our second episode, we had pretty much agreed that we were going to talk about 300 and stuff, so mm-hmm. we never really got on Lost. But when we came in today, we we thought, okay, we're going to talk about Lost. But we had all the con stuff to talk about, so I don't know if we're ever going to get around to Lost. We might. Yeah, I guess we could do it for the, for the next episode. We could talk a little. Well, how much time do we have? Uh, we have four minutes. Four minutes. Do you like Lost? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Lost. Do you like Lost? I like Lost. Lost is fun. Uh, I love Lamp. <laughs> well, let's go through the thing. What's your what is your biggest find that you found today? I mean, what's the thing you're most happy you found at the con? Oh, uh, Dazzler number one's pretty cool. That da- Dazzler for for such a funny character. Does and does anyone know is she still alive? I, don't I think know. I might have seen her somewhere in actually somewhere in. Civil War or Frontline or something like uh, that? Someone can tell us if they know if Dazzler is still alive and still kicking. This John Romita Jr. <gasps> you have your encyclopedia at your desk, don't you? Yeah, it's at my desk. Okay, we have four minutes. Vamp, I'm going to go grab You're it. You're going to leave me to I'm gonna, talk? Uh, just vamp for like All a right. minute. Okay, this issue of Dazzler was uh, written by Tom DeFalco, uh, penciled by John Romita Jr., inked by Alfredo Alcala, Jim Shooter was the editor-in-chief at the time. Okay. Hey, Frank's back. <clears throat> yeah, this, this is that cool, uh, D, uh, was it DK? It is DK. DK Publications. And you open it up here. It's your All right. Look it, into D. It's got a cool Frank Cho cover. Oh, Dazzler starts with D. Is yes. that where I'm supposed to look? Yes. 
I sense sarcasm. Dazzler. Okay. Can you read, can you read the entry? <laughs> this is exciting. Let's see. Well, okay. It, the last thing in the in the update is, is that she returned to her singing career. Now, by the way, her first appearance was X-Men number 130. That's probably your... Uh, the, the whole Phoenix saga. Is What's he doing to my leg? Oh, he's scratching himself. Never mind. Um, her real name's Allison Blair. Um, she fell in love with uh, Longshot. He was a mutant, right? She joined the X-Men after she was publicly exposed as a mutant. Oh, she was a music star, and she used her powers to uh, with light to like, dazzle the crowd, I think. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, I read that issue, and or, or that X-Men issue, where she... Because it's in that Rise of Phoenix saga, whatever that's okay. called, and um, they want it. They want her to join the group, but she's like, "No, man, I'm a rock star. I'm a singer. I don't. I don't have time to save the world. I got to rock." And, but it's kind of disco esque too. Um, but it, it's just kind of funny when they inter- And I guess that's the introduction to start her to start her line. So they just need to introduce her somehow. I don't. I don't. Actually, I I think I saw her recently, but I'm not, really not sure. So we're going to go on the limb and say she's still alive. And oh, kick she, everybody's still alive. Yeah, in some form. In the book. Except for comics. Captain America. He's alive. For, he's alive. He's just, dead for the next two years. He'll come he's back. He's not dead. Well, he's yeah, maybe he's, oh. he'll never be dead. We have less yeah. than a minute. Okay. Oh, cool. Watch this. I got some some music. Where'd it go? My close music is... And while he gets that, ladies and gentlemen, remember, if you want to get a hold of us, email us at halfhourwasted at gmail.com. Visit us on the web at halfhourwasted.com. Also, we want to uh, thank uh, the voice of Half Hour Wasted, Bill McGonnell, and the person who created our logo, uh, Lydell Vick. I know I've got the close music. You got the close because you played it right before we uh, right before we went on the air. And remember, support your local comic book store. You like how I'm vamping? Oh, and there's the timer. All right. Hear that? Okay, guys. We, uh, we're making like a baby and heading out. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll catch you next time on A Half Hour Wasted.